Hey guys, I just want to add a little disclaimer to the front of this episode. Um, For some reason, recording both me and my dad has a weird audio effect on my microphone. My voice is getting picked up in his mic, and it makes me sound just a little bit odd. Um, I didn't want to redo the episode because the message is still there, and I, I really like the message that it sends. And my dad talks the majority of the time anyway, and his mic's fine. So I hope y'all will still listen and enjoy, because you're in for a pretty neat episode. These multiple choice questions? <laughs> no. True or false? No. Hey guys, welcome back to the fifth episode of my podcast. Uh, I had realized that I had never actually told you my name. <laughs> my name is Sam Thompson. I'm the host of the I'm Not the Only One Am I podcast, and today we have a special episode dedicated to fathers. And for this occasion, I have my father here to join me in this episode. I'm going to ask him a couple questions about being a dad. So, hello, Dad. Welcome. <laughs> Good evening. You have five episodes? Yes. I've only got one on my phone downloaded. You have to show me how to get the rest. Okay. Wait, are you, never mind. That That's not the point of the, but like, do you have them on Apple Podcasts? Because I know it's there. Yeah, but we'll do that later. Go ahead. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Okay, Dad. Here are my first questions to begin my Father's Day Shoot. episode. My first question, it's it's pretty basic. What is it like to be our dad? Well, well, first thing that comes to mind is entertaining. Oh. Um, well, think about it. You guys are entertainers, every one of you. Um, you know, if you really want me to think back to the past... When you were born, and everybody, you know, there's a lot into that that can go into that. But um, entertaining is definitely one of them. And uh, blessed, believe it or not, I um, I know every parent says I've got the best kids in the world, and I'm not saying I got the best kids in the world, but I got the I have the <laughs> best kids for me. I've learned a lot from you guys. That's awesome. Thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Actually, a quick comment on that. I haven't mentioned my my family at all. I am the middle child. I got two older brothers, two younger siblings. Um, four boys. I'm one of the four boys, clearly. I'd hope you could tell by the sound of my voice, although that's debatable. And I got one, my youngest sibling. Her name is Melody. She's my little sister. Then Gabe, me, Sam, then William, and then Jay, or, or Jordan, but everyone calls him Jay. Um, so that that is my family, and... I guess it's continue. I don't know. I need to learn how to transition into things. I'm still mean figuring this segue? out. Segue. Segue. It's a good word. There, yeah. I just segued okay. for you. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. <laughs> That's what we do. Second question: What is one of your favorite dad memories? Like, like a memory you have with your kids, like just being a dad. Like, what is what is one of your favorite? I know you're always a dad when you had kids, but you, you know what I mean. I do. Uh, I know what you mean. Um, you want, like, per child or as a whole? Uh, you can pick. Like, I'm not going to be offended if, if I'm not in your favorite memory or anything. Well, no, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say that uh, because what Sam failed to mention was that his two older brothers are much older. Um, they're 28 and 26. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So it's kind of like we've had two separate families in a way. So, um, I don't know. Um, I, I really enjoy 
you know, obviously I think any parent, any good parent will say they really enjoy the years when your children are babies and they're fun. They're, you know, they're silly, they're goofy. You, you never knew you'd have to do the things you have to do for them. Um, but a, f- a favorite dad moment is I'd say in any case, in every case, whenever one of your children reach a goal or a dream that even if they didn't know they said it for themselves consciously that they were striving for to be better at something or to do more or just be become become more in a way that you know like for instance when uh one quick one is one it's easy for me to remember is when your brother jordan was younger uh playing hockey and he was very sick but he decided to play anyway Ended up having to play two games in that day. Was vital in winning the state championship. I mean, that was a pretty proud moment where he just he just uh, decided he was going to do it and did it. And other ones are when we first became a performing family with William, watching him perform and hearing him sing, and then then to you and you sing and perform, and it's just and where you're going with and this Gabe and, and Melody and, now, right? <laughs> and then Gabe and then seeing Melody just last weekend. Was it? Yeah, last, last, last weekend. Yeah, yeah her a week, debut. <laughs> a week ago today, her debut of singing uh, the song At Last by Etta James and having the guts to do that. So, you know, and your first time when you sang, I won't mention anything else other than that. I know you don't like it, but I'm gonna mention it was it. pivotal for you. And it was really good to see the courage it took and being willing to get out there and willing to trust me when I said, hey, you can do this. If you don't, you'll never know. And you trusted that and went out and uh, you did fine. You did good. And it's it's taken you far. So best dad moments, when you see your children achieve and become better and become more than who they are. Awesome. And if anybody is wondering, if anybody knows the band Steppenwolf, it was the song Born to be Wild. And you can imagine me, this shrimpy, tiny little kid, belting out. Born to be wild and hating every single second of it. But my music teacher kind of tricked me into doing it, but I did it anyway. But, like, as my dad said, this is true. It did kind of spearhead my my maybe possible career going into college as a singer, but who knows. And actually, what you said about Jay is a perfect segue into my next question. Um, What was it like to be a coach? Because you you coached uh, soccer, hockey, Stunt night. Stunt night. <laughs> stunt night. Our school stunt night, which is it's kind of like a glorified talent show for those who don't go to Rice and are listening. Rice High School. Um, so, what was it like to be a coach and a dad at the same time? And were there much? Were there many differences between being a coach and a dad, or did they kind of meld together sometimes? Because I know you coach Jay and Will and, and me yep. and Gabe uh, and Melody. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, being a coach is like being a dad for everyone. Um, I really enjoyed being a dad. Uh, I was a dad very young, but I was excited about it. Um, and when it came to coaching hockey, I'd been on skate since I was three years old. That was even more exciting because I was pretty good. Um, I was one of the top players in the state in high school. And so I was able to take my, you know, my experience and my expertise and help teach at least the youth level. I don't think I could coach anything further uh, than that as far as skill wise, but, um, it was it was fun. It was interesting that when there's a couple of uh, boys whose fathers weren't really around, and you could tell because they would migrate 
to the person who was fatherly to them. And I had a couple of them that did that. Um, and I kind of helped them along the way, uh, trying to be that father for them in that time and in that moment, whatever it might take. Uh, but the, there's, there is definitely differences between coaching and, and every, and being a dad, because when you're coaching, it's the, one of the hardest things to do is to coach your own child. So what we would do in hockey is we'd have, uh, you know, three to four coaches in hockey and we would literally tell each other, so who gets my kid? <laughs> and I'd have someone else coach you on a one-on-one if that was needed or discipline you, especially if it was needed. And then and I would do the same thing for, for his child, so his son. So that worked out really well. Uh, but I, overall, if I was head coach, then, you know, obviously I could head coach everything and, and handle it from there. But uh, it, it really wasn't a very, very different. Uh, at least I didn't think it was. It was it was kind of like being a dad for a lot of kids. And I, and I was, again, I was young, so I... I I, was, I goofed off on on the ice and um, and had a good time with the kids and you know just try to do things differently to keep them interested to see if it's something they want to continue with and help them with their skills. You definitely had the coach stance down too. Like I I found this every single hockey coach that I've ever seen is always shorter than the assistant coach. And they're always chewing gum, and they got some kind of facial hair with a ball cap or no ball cap. And then they're just crossing their arms in this position, pacing every single time. That was our coach. Our coach was like that, too. Oh, what was his name? I can't remember my first hockey coach's name. What was his name? Do you know? Um, Mr. Perry? Yes, Mr. Perry. Yeah. Uh, he was great. I think he was he's one of the two people that call me Sammy, which is... It's him and then Martin, who goes to Rice. And for those in my class, you know who Martin is. But, um, yeah, no, that's uh, – I've definitely seen, like, if we'd come back from a soccer practice when we used to do soccer at Mo- uh, Monte Cristi for a little bit. Yep. We had that, like, short span of a soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't last very long, but it was fun while – well, it did last. Actually, I met one of one of my really good friends there – before I knew he'd be my really good friend, uh, Fred Poland. Uh, shout out to his dad, by the way. And I'll, I'll get later to that uh, at the end of this episode. Um, back at that later. Like, sometimes we'd be at a practice or at a game, and then we'd come home, and then you'd still be in coach mode. <laughs> then I, we didn't, I didn't mind, personally. But it was kind of cool to see you go from coach mode to dad, and there not be much of a change. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. Like, it's it's very role model-like, and I've definitely looked up to it, and I don't know. I think I could probably be a coach of some – it wouldn't be football. It wouldn't be hockey, and it'd be these little kids when I can deal with them. Like, high school kids, I be, I am a high school kid, was, and I don't ever want to try to coach them. <laughs> there is definitely a difference in coaching different ages, and if you ever want to coach, I'd say you coach the things that you are good at and you love. Um, cause otherwise you're not going to be very effective because in essence, a coach and a dad, they are encouragers, they're hard workers, and they wouldn't have you do anything that they haven't done themselves first. Exactly. And for my, uh, s- uh, final question, uh, who's your favorite child? Well, <laughs> see, it's on a sliding scale. There's only one answer to this question. And actually... 
if I had to say, I can't because your mother won't let me. Um, because it's a child that's not here. Oh, great. That's that. That's great. Just you kind know, of leaving you hanging with it that. Also, it also wasn't my final question. I was joking. But um. Or lying. I'm, I wouldn't know. I got, I got questions. It's Honor right thy phone, father right? and thy mother. Go ahead. It's here. I promise. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, as the last question, um, what does dad or father or um husband, what do they mean to you personally? I know this is different for for other dads, um, but I want to know what it means to you. You can sum it up. You can tell a story. You you can do whatever you want. Well, you can't do dad and father. And then husband. They are different. (laughs) Um, They're very different. Um, They have all their own separate challenges and different responses. um, How you uh, work with and communicate with and live with your wife is very much different than what you, how you do those same things with your children. And I will say that in a household, in a home, uh, in our belief system, at least mine, the first relationship is between me and Jesus. The second one, most important above all others, is mine to my wife. Now, granted, I have not always been very good at it, um, but I've always wanted to be and I was willing to change and I'm willing to change to be even better. Um, it be- and the main reason for that is because your children need to see that relationship be as best as it can within your own abilities. And then... then obviously will come to your children and you know in each one is different uh that is one thing i have found although you might you and william look alike and and gabe and uh jordan look alike and well and melody runs the show Uh, (laughs) yeah um just a little bit more you know there's there's very stark differences i mean let's look at just you and gabe real quick you guys are both excellent singers but you are both different singers you know, you, you have uh, a different way of singing and than he does and he of you. And it's uh, it's really beautiful to, to see though and hear those differences. Um, so, so dad, I won't get into husband because that's a much longer discussion. Um, <laughs> maybe on another day. <laughs> um, maybe but when it, I am one as well, I will interview you. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, that's fine. Or, or another time. But, but dad and father, um, those are actually slightly different as well because the role of father, the way I see it, and as I'm learning through scripture is my, I have several fathers, but I only have one heavenly father, one earthly father, but even my father-in-law, I consider my father and I can learn from, <laughs> bless you, Sorry. <laughs> and I can learn from him as well. So it is, boy, that that's a loaded question, Sam. Um, but I'd say there, what it means to me is to put, to understand that I'm being watched and heard and to at all times be aware of my, my language, my tongue and what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. And this is probably the one area that I have the most struggle with because I'm very much of an emotional person where I tend to react first um, instead of even taking a quick second to think and then react or not react, which is most often the case what it should have been. Um, 
but it's being a dad is being an encourager, being uh, someone who you know you can count on, someone that can, uh, you know, we had some struggles. Every parent goes through struggles with their children, and whether it be uh, health ones or, you know, or otherwise, you know, and, you know, Jordan was in a car accident and um, broke two of his vertebrae and shattered an elbow, and he's was basically a miracle that he wasn't dead so in that moment for him i had to be composed he didn't need to see a father who was freaking out or you know nervous or worried or scared or whatever and and so yeah you gotta gotta be composed so um man so much there for for what that would be what a dad means to me but i think it's best summed up like this where we are role models, not just for our children, but for other children and other men who are fathers, young fathers or old fathers, who knows? And that if we're going to be a proper role model, we need to follow the model of a perfect father in heaven. Um, and that is much easier said than done. <laughs> yes. And I know you and your brothers and your sister can clearly point out quickly those times where I have dropped the ball or failed. And, and, I, and I know you wouldn't do that, uh, and that's okay because I've noticed I know when those are too, and I seek to change those or remedy those. And you've heard me come to you and your, your siblings often enough in apology with how I spoke to you or your siblings or even especially your mother uh, or my reactions and things like that, telling you, hey, that was not the right way to react. So take, take an ownership is another key thing, ownership of yourself and your own uh, attitude and behaviors and letting your kids know that it's not okay to behave a certain way or, hey, this is really how it needs to be because it's this, this, is, this is the truth of the matter. Um, and so, yeah, so encourager. Um, what did I just say? The God. I was listening I'm to getting the story old. so intensely. <laughs> I'm almost 50. <laughs> um that's not old. I know it's not. You're only old as only old as you feel. Uh, anyway, I can go back to the record. We'll just go rewind this later, and you'll you'll know what I just said. I'll figure said. it out. <laughs> um, but and to uh, to model, you you always want your kids to be better than you. Always, you want them to be better than you, and you want them to succeed more than you. In my case, I don't think that's very difficult to succeed. Oh. To succeed more than me, because there's more. There, I understand there's more ways to for, of success, but in some aspect, let's say for here's my perfect example. I did not go to college. I had children young. I'm not saying my children are required to go to college, but I want them to do more than what I did, whether it was college or a trade or going to entrepreneurship, whatever it might be. I want them to do more, become more, be that, go up, you know, level up in today's world. <laughs> so, um, and I think, uh, I think all of you are, um, and, and it makes me proud to say that and fully believe it. So I guess that's what I would say. There's more to being a dad, I guess, but that's the stuff that came right off the top of my head. Those were amazing things that came right up off of the top of your head. I think... Another good sum up of all that you said is that a dad, like if we're going to get uh, metaphorical here, a dad is like 
is not only a noun. It's like a verb. It's something that's always working, someone that's always growing, and someone that's always changing. Like, like you, you do not have to be perfect when you become a dad. You're not going to be perfect when you become a dad. You can listen to all the people with advice. You can read all the books. You can watch all the YouTube videos now. I'm sure they have YouTube videos somewhere, like a wiki how on how to be a dad. You can do all of those, memorize them in the world, and then like when your first kid's born, it doesn't matter. Because it kind of just goes all out the window. I, I know I've definitely I've heard you say that. But they're so important. And I'm, I feel like they can be underrated in a way. Um, they're not as... Not praised, but they can be looked over sometimes. Like, especially if they're ones that are providing the main provider of the family. Not all families are mainly provided by the father, but usually this is the case. Um, They can be gone most of the day. So sometimes that that dad part of your life, you don't don't think about it as much because you're with your mother more or you're with your siblings more if both of your parents are gone. But parents are really important, and I think dads play a very, very important role. I know for a fact that I would not be in the in where I am today. I probably wouldn't be doing this because you have inspired me in many, many ways, especially to find something that I wanted to do and then just go do it. To do the research on it, but then have the gumption to go do it and to try it out. I, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Like I had the idea, but I was nervous. I was like, do I want to talk to these people? Do I want to get stuff out? there that maybe I don't want them to know or normally wouldn't want other people to know but I just went for it and I'm enjoying it and I'm having a lot of fun and especially with singing like I remember there were days where I was like I do not want to sing I don't want to go up on stage I don't want to play the solo in the jazz band I know I'm gonna mess up and then there was always that word of encouragement or just not not even word just a look and then like a hand on your shoulder like come on I know you can do it like okay and once I got up there and started, it was always fine. But you always have that little bit of nervousness. But I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have tried all the things that I tried if I did not have a dad like you. And I want to thank you for that. You're very welcome, and thank you. I got. I want to add one thing. Mm. Um, this is about the best part of being a dad. Um, one of the best parts is at birth. And I've told many people this. There's nothing so pure as a newborn baby. The the sound, if any, the smell once they're cleaned up, um, <laughs> but just the presence of this new life in your arms, and you pull them pull them really close up to your cheek, and and just hold them there and just breathe them in. That is one of the very um, private things for me is that at the birth of that child when the, when you first take them in and hold them that every one of them I'd say is just, it's just nothing like it there's absolutely nothing like it and all fathers who have gone through this I'm sure understand uh, what I just said I'm sure they do and I've had more than just one fatherly figure, like in my life, uh, all of my coaches. Um, I didn't play a lot of sports. I'm not a very sports person. I had mentioned that in an earlier episode. But all that, I, I connected with them on a fatherly level. Um, all of my friends' dads are like, are like, are like dads to me in a way. 
um, not in the way that that you are, um, but you know, in a, in a different way. Like uh, my friend Ethan, who did the who did the music for this podcast, like his dad has always been like a second dad to me. It's just always been like that. They're a surrogate family, and we owe them so much that if it, and I'll tell you what, Sam, if it wasn't for the the Bear family, that um, you may it's you could still not be where you are today. They had a lot to do um, with helping you cultivate that relationship with Ethan. And a lot to do with your growth just by, I'm sure, and I know for a fact that you've been encouraged and fed well there. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this is true. But we, we, see, we look at them as um, uh, literally another, the uh, only word I come up with was a surrogate family. And if there was that's an true, award for it, I would give it to them in a heartbeat. That's true. That's very true. So to end this episode... I want to shout out a thank you to all of the fatherly figures in my life, all of my coaches that have been fatherly figures, all my friends' dads that have been fatherly figures, and all dads out there. Like, you're more important than you think you are, more often than not. Some dads know how important they are. (laughs) But, you know, that's all I can say. All I can say is thank you. I don't actually have words to express or words that would equate what they've given to me to give back so uh, one last final happy father's day to all of you and to you dad happy father's day thank you Sam. this was fun